Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Hello, everyone. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. I'll be your host for the next interviews that we're doing. Uh, our next guest is Angel Espino. Angel is a game developer. He's recently put into circulation two new games, Blackjack Burnout and Poker Burnout. We're going to talk to him about each of those and other games that he also has in the pipeline. And this is Dave Weishottle. I'll be talking to one of the leading publishers in gambling today. I'm going to be talking with Roger Groves, publisher of Global Gaming Business Magazine, to discuss the latest from the world of sports betting and hear about Atlantic City's two new casinos. So stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. New Jersey's online gambling market is loaded with so many different sites and all kinds of promotions, it's enough to make your head spin like the reels on an old-time Atlantic City slot machine. So how do you make sense of all that information floating out there in cyberspace? Well, you don't have to. That's because the folks at NJOnlineGambling.com have done all of that for you. NJOnlineGambling.com is your complete resource for all the online sites in New Jersey. Which games have the biggest jackpots? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. Which sites use PayPal for deposits? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. NJOnlineGambling.com is the most trusted guide to the New Jersey online gambling market. Industry news, site reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker, they got it all in one spot. It's the ultimate resource for online players in New Jersey. They even got the best sign-up offers, better than some of the ones being offered by the online casinos themselves. Look, they say bet with your head. So why not do the same before you bet and check out NJOnlineGambling.com, the most trusted resource around for New Jersey's online gambling market. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. Now you've been hearing me talk about MyPillow and their different promotions, like the four-pack special and the MyPillow mattress. Well, the folks at MyPillow now have a new special offer for all of you. It's called the MyPillow two-pack special. Head over to MyPillow.com and click on the two-pack special link right on the homepage. You can't miss it. And here's the offer. Use our promo code CARDS, C-A-R-D-S, and you'll be able to get two MyPillow premium pillows for one low price plus free shipping. You can choose from standard, queen, and even king-size pillows. Same 10-year warranty, same 60-day money-back guarantee, and they're all made here in the USA. That's the MyPillow 2-Pack Premium Pillow Special. Two pillows, one low price when you use our promo code CARDS at checkout. You'll also get free shipping on your order. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913 to order by phone and use our promo code CARDS. C-A-R-D-S. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to AdamandEve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD, plus free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. Again, that's BABE16. Because without it, no No free stuff. stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Okay, let's play some damn cards.
Hello, everyone. Welcome back to House of Cards. I'm Ashley, your host for the interview. We are going to be speaking with Angel Espino. He is a gambling game inventor. Uh, we want to talk to him about his two new games, Blackjack Burnout and Poker Burnout. Uh, are you there, Angel? Yes. Yes. How are you doing? Thanks I'm for doing, having me. I'm doing great. Happy to have you. We're always interested in covering uh, all aspects of the gambling world. So, first of all, tell us a little about yourself. What do you do for a living? I, I am a craps dealer and blackjack dealer at Ameristar Casino uh, here in Blackhawk, Colorado. Now, Ameristar is the huge casino that uh, really dominates the landscape there, right? Yes, it's the largest casino in the state of Colorado, and it's uh, the, you know we have the largest uh, hotel in Blackhawk and Central City. Now, I also think you have a uh, a regular, pretty big poker game there. Right? You have a, a thirty table poker room, something like that, at the casino. Oh, yes. It's uh, one of the largest. We have a lot of people flying in from all over the country when their bat beat goes up. Uh, it recent, recently hit about a week and a half ago, and it was almost at 700,000. Wow. So we, we attract a lot of poker players. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I visited uh, Blackhawk and Central City and Cripple Creek and played in all those places. It's a wonderful place for a gambling vacation. Uh, how, how did you happen to get started working there as a as a craps dealer and uh, doing the other stuff well, you do? Well, it, initially, I, I started, broke in the industry uh, in 1997. And I dealt for about five years and then took a break. And then I went to school. Uh, I pursued a career in industrial design at the Art Institute of Colorado here in Colorado. And I got my degree four years and then I worked in design three years. Then 2008, the economy kind of took a back seat, so it's kind of everything slowed down. So I went back into the gaming industry in 2009 at Ameristar. They were hiring craps dealers because they changed the laws in 2009. They, they you know, table games, the rules change. You can have craps, you can have roulette games and all that. So that brought me back into the gaming industry, and that's when I started at Ameristar. And I've been there for nine years now. Well, unlike a lot of other crap dealers, you actually – created your own games. Tell us how it is you decided to do that, and then tell us about the games themselves. Okay. Yes, uh, that's a good question. The The way it started is, uh, uh, you know, every day, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be at work eight hours, so my mind's always thinking, you know, how to improve things, how to make things better. I think my design degree helped me look at things in different angles and how to approach things in different ways. And so by, you know, I'm at work eight hours a day, so I'm looking, I'm analyzing every game, talking to the players, what makes them move, what what they like, what they don't like. I can feel where the trends are going from what the players, and the players tell you everything. Uh, and you just see how they play and what they like and what they don't like. So by watching this and watching players play blackjack, you know, I just kind of came up with the idea for blackjack burnout is, how you know how to make it better or how to change it around, and so I noticed players would stay on fifteen against the ten and giving the house all the edge, and I would ask like, why would you stay on that? You know, and what what makes you think that? And and some players would be like, well, I don't want to bust. I know a ten's coming. So I would just I'd start thinking. I mean, what would be kind of cool if you can hit and then burn the card you don't want, and and I would watch players double down on eleven, get a two, and be upset they didn't get that ten on 11 to make 21. And so I just kind of had that in the back of my mind, you know, for a couple of years. And then some, some random day, just uh, me and my buddies were having a drink. And one of my, one of my friends told told me to tell my other friend, he's like, Hey, tell me about your idea. I was like, what idea is a blackjack game? So I told him and uh, my friend's friend happened to be a table games manager in Blackhawk. And he said, you know what? That's a great idea. I get pitched a lot of games. I think this could have legs. I, you should pursue it. And sure enough, a year from that day, I had my game placed in a casino in a property in Blackhawk. Wow. I just jumped on it and I said, well, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was kind of cool. Uh, and, and, and from there, it just took off. I created a poker game and, and a couple of variations of poker. I'm working on an Omaha game, on a Baccarat game. Now I'm working on a roulette game. And That's terrific. So I'm just sensing how the spend's going. 
So your your game blackjack burnout is established already. I think it's what the Golden Gates Casino. Uh, yes, uh, currently right now it's at the Saratoga Casino. Uh, the Golden Gates Casino in, in Blackhawk did the field trial, and the Johnny Z's in Central City did a field trial. So it, it currently it's not there. They're they're rotating games around, and but they can they can put it back on and off because uh, I, I we worked out a really good deal where you do a field trial, you can have the game for a year, and then you can do whatever you want with it. So uh, currently it's not there. Currently right now it's at the Saratoga Casino okay. in Blackhawk. And Poker Burnout is mm-hmm. also there, or is it someplace else? Is it at the Lodge? Where is that? Yes, uh, the Lodge Casino is in Blackhawk, and, and it's also at the Saratoga Casino. And right now it's currently going through the three-month fuel process, uh, fuel trial process. So it'll be, I think the fuel trial has another five weeks more to go. And then once, you know, the state, uh, the gaming commission looks at it and approves it, then I can pursue it nationally and then, you know, and around the state and then move on from there. Uh, We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with more House of Cards. happier. Her fur is so much shinier, silkier, softer. She has really mellowed a lot. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life. The shedding has stopped. The itching has stopped. Since 2001, we've helped more than a quarter million dogs get over their nutritional deficiency miseries. And saved our customers bazillions in vet bills. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Come to Dynavite for help. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. Dynavite for life. Don't let your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy. Come to Dynavite for help. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. You're listening to the House of Cards. Casino said he wasn't much of a player. Why have a guy like that at your game? You obviously don't play poker. That's exactly why you want somebody like that at your game. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, your host. And uh, listeners, we're talking with Angel Espino, who is the inventor of blackjack burnout and poker burnout. How do the economics work for a game creator? Do you get a piece of the action? Do they pay you rent? Do they buy the rights and then have to give you residuals? How does that all work? Oh, that's a good question. I think when it comes to the operators, to the uh, the casinos, uh, what you do is it's a licensing fee. So as a creator, uh, I can approach a casino and say, well, do you want to use it? You know, this is what we charge per table. So it's a monthly fee. Uh, to use to use your game uh, per table. So if you have two tables, two games, you can say it's uh, five hundred dollars a month per table. Is that, uh, so sometimes it depends. Is that the actual amount? Is it five hundred bucks per table per month? I think it varies. Uh, poker tables can demand uh, five hundred dollars a month, you know. And blackjack, it's uh, it's a little bit less. I think we're looking about an average in the state of Colorado. I mean, now every gaming district is different than like Vegas or New Mexico or Washington. Every, every state is different. Uh, but in Colorado, I believe for blackjack, it's about two fifty a month. You know, and for a poker game, it, they demand a little bit more. Uh, I believe it's it's. The pool is smaller uh, poker games. We have so many blackjack variation games. There's so many tables. Uh, they, it's a tighter, it's a harder competition. So for poker games, if uh, they, they, they demand a little bit more. Just like a craps table would demand 1000 or more per month. I see. The way you're referring to they, I am assuming that you are not fully in charge of leasing it out, that you're part of some larger network that does the marketing for you. How does that work? Do you go casino to casino and say, let me demonstrate this great game I invented, or do you actually go to a company that shops it around for you? 
Yes, good question. I, I'm, I'm a creator, so I'm a developer. Uh, my company is called Casino Gaming Development. Uh, I like to just work on the side of creating, do the R&D, and get the games to field trial, get the math complete, design the logos. But right now, I'm in negotiations with a major gaming company, and it looks like we're, we're, we agreed to terms. What they would do is take my game, and then and then and then market it for me, so I don't have to go door to door to door, you know. And it makes it easier for me because I I can I can knock on other doors and they're just going to talk to me, you know. They're like, "Who are you?" But if you can sign with a major gaming company, they can go ahead and and you know they have access to hundreds and thousands of casinos or properties around the world. So I think that's what that's my angle right now. That's where I'm going to go in the direction is just create games and let somebody else handle that. And then I just move on to the next game, to the next game. I see. We've had other guests on our show, Angel, that uh, talked about it. And they, they mentioned having to go through intricate testing and uh, guys running the numbers to see exactly what the house edge is and uh, what percentage you're going to be playing and what it will take from other games. You would not be doing any of that. You would basically say, well, here's something I came up with, guys. You figure out how it works uh, marketing-wise, and I'm going to go work on my next game. Is that right? Uh, yeah, it's a sort of, yes. Uh, I think you're right about, uh, you know, as a developer. But as a developer, you also work on the numbers, you know. Uh, for example, a gaming company would not distribute your game unless your game is proven. So first I have to prove my game. In other words, I create the game, I write down the rules, I do the, the, the artwork for the layout, but I also have to pursue the math. So I pursue the major gaming com- uh, companies, that do math for me. For example, GLI. GLI is one of the most highly respected uh, uh, mathematical companies. They do the evaluation on your game. So you have to get the math going. And for, for blackjack burnout, uh, you know, it cost to me, it cost a little bit over $11,000 to get the math done. And when you get the math done, that proves your game. So your game can be as interesting as, as wonderful. You got the bells and whistles on the game, but if the math doesn't add up, First of all, an operator or casino table games manager would not look at your game. The first word that's going to come out is like, let me see the math. And they're not going to take a chance on a game unless the math is, looks good. Okay. So you, as a developer, yes, as a developer, you create the math, you create the rules, then you introduce it to somebody who would take a chance and do a field trial for you. Okay, I've learned uh, that sounds like it makes perfect sense to me, and I want to get to the math, not intricately, but generally – uh, what I'd like you to do first, though, and there's a risk at this because it can be really hard to follow people's rules on radio, but to the best of your ability, generally, how does blackjack burnout change or augment blackjack in a way that a listener can understand? What's different about your game from regular blackjack? Okay, yes, I tell that a lot of people. Uh, black Blackjack burnout is not your grandfather's blackjack. You know, that, that, that blackjack is, is dwindled. Uh, what, what blackjack burnout does, what it offers you is that it's a second chance of winning. So, for example, all the rules apply. And you can play the game the old-fashioned way or you can play it uh, the poker burnout version. What Basically what you do, the difference is, is when you hit, let's say you receive as a player, you receive your first two cards, and the dealer reveals his up card. Uh, if you hit, for example, your 15, and you receive a 10, you bust. Game's over, right? Uh, there's nothing else you can do. You would take your money away. But in Blackjack Burnout, when you hit your 15, if you catch a 10, you can actually burn that card and tell the dealer, burn it, give me another card. So, uh, wait, 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 wait. let me just down, stop so. you. Let me just stop you right there. So if I have a 10 and a 5, and I say hit me, and the dealer deals me a 10, I can return the 10 and get another card, or I can... Uh, return the five or either one, or it's just the third card, I can say I want a different third card. Correct. Good good question. You, you can only burn the the, the recent hit card. Ah. Uh, so whatever card you get, that's the one you can burn. Now, you can hit, and for example, let's say you have a 15, you get an ace, you have 16, you hit again, you get a two. Uh, you can only burn the most recent card. It doesn't necessarily have to be the first hit card, it's just the most recent hit card. Uh, a lot of times I'll see somebody have an eight, and then they get a two, then get another two, then get another two. They have a hard 14 or hard 16. Then they get to 10, and that busts them. Then you can burn that one. Uh, so it's the most recent hit card that you can burn. And you can and burn it, works it also for double down. Can you burn it as many times as you want if you're willing to pay the 20% VIG, I think, that the game charges? Or can I just do it one time per hand? 
It's one time per hand. Yes, uh, you can you can only burn one time per hand, and you put the twenty percent fee vig uh, uh, up front before even the cards are, are revealed, so or, or dealt. And you, you put that up front. The reason uh, a lot of people ask me that, and the reason you want to do it only one time, because then all of a sudden you're paying two, three, four, five. You know, you're going to pay five times just to break even, you know. But it's one time per hand and also works on double down. So on double down is where you see the advantage of this because you have a, you have 11 and you double down and you get a two or an ace and it doesn't help you. You can burn it and hope for that 10. Now, when you double down, you don't have to pay double the fee. It's a one-time fee. Gotcha. So that's where it's advantageous. What is the house advantage when all is said and done if a player plays perfect basic strategy? Yes. According to perfect uh, player strategy, the player has a 17.4 advantage on the house by being a, being allowed to burn any hit card. So what would the house allow you to do that, right? So the math had to come back where we had to charge a 20% fee to flip the the, uh, the house edge back to the to the house, and the house edge is like 1.27 house edge, which is very low, and and it kind of gives gives the player it's still a good advantage or or great odds to play uh, with a house edge only 1.27. Well, that's great. You've got a lot of bases covered, and uh, I hope we'll be doing an interview with you about how you've purchased your own casino from all the money you've made selling games. This is terrific. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, listeners, we were talking with Angel Espino. Angel, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Okay, listeners, we're going to take a quick break, then we'll be back with our next guest. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize, tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast, do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. And you know this show keeps me busy traveling around the country. Do you hear all that noise behind me? That's a casino floor in Atlantic City. Even though I'm around all this excitement, I still need a good night's sleep. And that's why I bring my pillow everywhere. Now, don't get me wrong. The hotel rooms here are very comfortable. But some of their pillows aren't the best for my back and neck. That's why MyPillow is a must for me when I travel. And now there's a great new deal being offered by the folks at MyPillow. For a limited time, House of Cards listeners can receive a very special offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special tab, and use promo code CARDS or call 1-800-319-7913 to take advantage of this four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. MyPillow.com with promo code CARDS. That's promo code CARDS to take advantage of this four-pack special. Better sleep starts with my pillow. We'll get right back to the show, but I want to take a minute to talk to you about Bean Genius. How would you like your coffee delivered right to your door every month, maybe two times a month? Well, now that can happen with Bean Genius. Bean Genius sells freshly roasted coffee from some of the best independent coffee roasters in the country at BeanGenius.com. And Bean Genius actually learns their customers' individual taste preferences, then suggests future coffee blends for them. 
Well, how do they do that? Well, this is the cool thing about Bean Genius. Over at BeanGenius.com, they use an algorithm which learns the coffee flavors you like and then pairs up what you like with the coffee that they have in stock. And it's all based upon you. Every time you order, the system learns. The system learns your preferences as you go along and order more and more coffee. And now, all our listeners can get a special offer. You head on over to BeanGenius.com slash subscription, and you'll be able to get 10% off your purchase when you use our promo code PIKE, P-I-K-E, at checkout. That's 10% off at BeanGenius.com slash subscription with promo code PIKE, P-I-K-E. BeanGenius.com, the smart specialty coffee subscription service. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and I just want to take a moment to talk about our friends at PenBets.com. You know, Pennsylvania recently legalized online gambling, so it won't be long before the first online gambling sites start launching across the Keystone State. So if you want to be a player in Pennsylvania, you need a place to go to stay on top of the latest developments. And that's why you need to check out PenBets.com. PenBets.com is led by industry experts and provides the most in-depth coverage of this new and exciting online gambling market. News, reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker. At PenBets.com, you'll have everything you need to navigate the Pennsylvania online gambling scene at your fingertips. Where can you play? What's the latest game being offered? Which casino is running which site? You'll find these answers and much, much more at PenBets.com. Pennsylvania is a new market for online gambling, and things happen fast. So you need a resource that's reliable, insightful, and most of all, trustworthy. And that's PenBets.com. That's P-E-N-N-B-E-T-S dot com. Stay ahead of the game with PenBets.com. Many athletes dream of becoming a professional football player. For those young men that do get drafted into the NFL or affiliated leagues, life changes forever for them and their families. Repeated head trauma during their professional football career causes many retired NFL players to experience long-term neurological issues such as ALS, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's, and dementia. Our attorneys at D. Miller & Associates are ready to help you immediately. Contact us today at one 855 Pro Lawyers for your confidential discussion. Again, that's 1-855-776-5299. Dinovite is the best thing that's ever happened to my dogs, you know, besides me, of course. <laughs> Order a 90-day supply of Dinovite for your dog this week. We'll send you a big tube of Doggo Suds free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Suds shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Free. This week at Dynavite.com. Dynavite is nutrition. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of June 11, 2018. History was made in the gambling world last week when Delaware became the first state after the Supreme Court declared the federal ban on sports betting unconstitutional to offer full-scale sports betting. Delaware started taking bets at 1.30 p.m. on Tuesday at Delaware Park, Dover Downs Casino, and Harrington Raceway. Making the very first bet was Delaware's Governor John Carney, who placed a $10 bet on the Phillies to beat the Cubs that night. Daily fantasy sports giant DraftKings has announced a partnership with Resorts Casino in Atlantic City. DraftKings will now be allowed to offer sports betting to its customers under Resorts Gambling License. DraftKings, which opened an office in Hoboken, New Jersey, says it plans to have a mobile app for online betting. However, the specifics of when that will be ready has not been announced. And finally, a school principal in the Bronx has been accused of gambling during school hours. Principal Steven Schwartz from PS24 in Riverdale allegedly liked to bet on horse racing while at school and had even posted 25 tweets about racing and also wrote a handicapping blog. A complaint was filed on behalf of several teachers at the school with the Special Commissioner of Investigations, and now the matter is under review. These are the people teaching our kids. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fortley and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgata Hotel and Casino is a name you can trust so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be at least 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Theater 5 presents A House of Cards But are we cool? Not really 
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishado with you here. Well, it's been a busy couple of weeks in the gambling world. And here at the radio show, there's one source we look up to help us make sense of the world of casinos and gambling. And that source is Roger Groves, publisher of Global Gaming Business Magazine. And we are lucky enough to have Roger Groves on the phone with us right now. Roger, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me, Dave. I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. I, I want to start off with the big story that everyone's talking about, and that's sports betting. The U.S. Supreme Court declared that the federal ban on sports betting is unconstitutional, and I think everyone had a feeling the court was leaning that way. But are you surprised that they came out so strongly against the sports betting ban? I'm not really that surprised. I mean, when you when you uh, analyze the uh, comments of the justices in in the hearing, uh, there is a lot of skepticism there. So uh, I am I am surprised that it was so uh, on the side of the industry, so on the side of uh, of repealing the, the PASPA law. But uh, other than that, uh, I think uh, I think I think it was kind of expected at this point. The U.S. Supreme Court stated that New Jersey and, by extension, other states can start taking bets on sporting events. So now what do we do from here? I mean, if you've been listening to the news out of New Jersey, they thought they could start taking bets within two weeks of the ruling being handed down. And certainly that's not the case. What are the next steps? For, sure. Yeah. What are the next steps for New Jersey in order to allow them to accept bets? Well, New Jersey now has to pass a law. Um, if uh, the real one of the genesis of the Supreme Court case was uh, was they actually dropped the the uh, prohibition uh, uh, on sports betting, so um, anybody could have uh, opened a sports book at that point. The state said they had no jurisdiction over it, so now they kind of have to double back and 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 start and pass a, a law that allows sports betting, but also allows the state to regulate it. So so that's where we are right now. Uh, some of the stipulations. Are, are a little bit uh, concerning for me. You know, I think uh, New Jersey has, has a chance of shooting itself in the foot once again uh, when it comes to, you know, uh, really legalizing it the way it should be legalized. But uh, um, that that is the next step for them to, to do that. So we'll see uh, how long that takes. Uh, they're saying uh, it's just going to take a couple more weeks uh, from now, some, some point, sometime in mid-June, uh, so they will be up and running by the end of June. Uh, hopefully that will happen. You know, I'm glad you brought up the uh, about doing sports betting the right way. You know, I'm a resident of New Jersey, and over the years I've been hearing about these plans to ba build these amazing sports books in Atlantic City and at the racetracks. But in reality, what can I expect? Do you think I'll see the huge sports books like in Las Vegas, or do you think I should expect to see something different? No, it'll be different than it is in Las Vegas, where what they should emulate uh, Las Vegas is in the regulations. Uh, uh, Las Vegas has been doing this, and Nevada has been doing this now for, for many, many years, so they've really got it down. Uh, what you're not going to see, though, is, is the, the gigantic sports bets like you see at Caesars Palace or or the Westgate, of course, the Superbook uh, at the Westgate. Um, those those places uh, were built uh, for the crowds when you had to actually go to the window to bet, uh, that's not going to be the case in New Jersey. Uh, you, you, you'll probably see initially uh, kiosks to bet on. Uh, you'll, you'll go up there and you'll, you'll, you'll have an account. You'll plug in your name. Uh, you'll see a, a list of, uh, of options uh, to bet on, and you'll figure out which one to bet on. There will be windows there, of course, but, but there'll probably be a lot of lines at those windows. Um, now, now uh, we haven't again. We haven't seen the final bill, but uh, you know what is legal in New Jersey is is uh, betting on your mobile device. So you might not even need a kiosk. You can just bet on your phones anywhere in the state. And, uh, and I think this is uh, what uh, what's going to make New Jersey different than some of the other states, that you'll be able to bet um, wherever you are within the confines of the state border. You know, we talked to a lot of people on the show, and uh, some of the writers and some of the uh, pundits brought up the possibility of OTB-like betting in New Jersey. I mean, I haven't seen anything officially about that. Have you heard of any efforts to bring off-track betting-style sports betting to New Jersey? Uh, no, I, you know, from what I'm hearing, it is going to be limited to uh, to casinos and racetracks. Uh, I don't think there's going to be, and, and probably the the existing OTB parlors is included in that. 
and I think New Jersey has has four of them now, and I think there there are another four or five that have been uh, licenses that are out there that haven't been used. So those will be picked up very quickly. But but I think it's going to be limited to casinos, racetracks, and these OTB parlors. But um, again, you know, the the thing that will make New Jersey successful in sports betting is the mobile uh, betting that you can do on your own devices. Well, uh, speaking of some operators in New Jersey, William Hill said they're going to run the Mammoth Park Racetrack uh, Sportsbook, and then they just announced that they're going to run what they're calling a state-of-the-art sportsbook in the soon-to-be-opened Ocean Resort in Atlantic City. In your opinion, mm-hmm. will William Hill be the dominant operator for sports betting in New Jersey? I think it's, it is a possibility that they will. I mean, they've got the experience in, in uh, Nevada. They've got something like a hundred and hundred over a hundred sports books in uh, Nevada casinos. And uh, for a casino to open a sports book, it, it really doesn't pay them to have to hire all the people necessary in terms of of uh, you know setting the, the the odds and things of that nature. It gets very complicated. And and you know we, we haven't pointed out yet that sports betting is a very very narrow margin for the casinos. Uh, in Nevada, you know, out of all the the, the revenue com- that comes into the casinos, only two percent comes from sports books. So it's not going to be a huge uh, money maker for the casinos uh, unless unless they get the uh, the real critical mass that you'll find uh, with the mobile sports betting. Uh, you know, people betting that, and also uh, betting in play wagering, where you can bet as the game is going on. For example, in in football, you can bet you know whether the next play would be a, a pass or or a, or a run, or a, you know, in baseball, the next, the next pitch will be a, a strike or a ball. So, you know, those are the kind of things that that gives you the critical mass that that can actually build your revenue. But uh, again, it's a very very narrow uh, margin, uh, not a big. Uh, so 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 you really have to have somebody like William Hill come in and, and do that for you because it, they have the expertise, they have the people, they have the staff, and um, and you, know, you, you of course split the revenue with them. But uh, but it would be uh, you wouldn't have the headache of running it yourself. So I think uh, William Hill and companies like that will certainly uh, be at the forefront in New Jersey. Well, you mentioned mobile online betting. Uh, I know DraftKings just opened up an office in New Jersey and hired a head of sports betting, and then FanDuel was just purchased by Patty Power, and they hired a head of sports betting. How close is New Jersey, or other states for that matter, to start offering sports betting online? Uh, they're very close. I mean, New Jersey will be will be very quick to do that, uh, and and the reason they'll be able to do that is because they already do it with online gambling. Uh, you can go online now uh, on your devices and, and play uh, play uh, uh, slots, table games, uh, and other other things. So, uh, you know, it's just one more step to sports betting. We've already got the technology set up. Um, the uh, geo fencing, uh, which you see in New Jersey, is, is already set up. Uh, the payment system uh, is is still a work in progress because of the federal law but but you know it's as good as you're going to get in New Jersey and uh, and uh, so I think you'll see that almost simultaneously with with the live sports books uh, opening up. No, I want to ask you something that's been thrown around when we're talking about sports betting and that's the integrity fee which are the fees paid to the sport leagues for every bet's placed. I know not too long ago, New Jersey State Senate President Steve Sweeney came out and absolutely against giving the league integrity fees. Do you think the states will have to pay leagues these fees before bets are being taken? The states don't have to pay the leagues anything, and they shouldn't pay the leagues anything, especially New Jersey, which which fought uh, tooth and nail against the leagues for the last dozen years. Uh, I think it's a it's an atrocious uh, idea, and 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 the fact that they call it integrity is is laughable. Uh, it's you know it's actually anti integrity because uh, if they if they get a cut of the bets that are made, you know they're they're actually in the sports betting business. So you know any decision they they make uh, you know regarding a player or a team or an event has to come into question because you know they're involved in in uh, in getting money from the the money that's wagered so any any decision they make on on a major problem is going to be weighed in that type of uh, environment so uh, it's not integrity it's let's call it what it is a royalty and there's no reason to pay them a royalty we they've been playing these games you know with with illegal sports bets billions and billions 
millions of dollars in illegal sports bets all these years, and now they, they want uh, integrity, they're going to have much greater integrity because uh, everything is going to be legal above board and regulated. So uh, so it's, it's just a, a, a ridiculous idea, and I hope the, the states don't knuckle under to them, but, but I know some of them will, and I hope New Jersey isn't one of them. I believe New York just came out with a uh, sports betting uh, draft of a bill that they have the word royalty in it. Uh, but in, yes. in reality, do the leagues have a legal leg to stand on? I mean, this was defeated pretty good in the courts, and uh, it, it just doesn't make sense. No, they, they they have no no leg to stand on at all. It, it's really uh, it's really. Um, um, uh, a, a way they're, that they're going to try to to pull money out of states that that uh, that really don't have to pay it. I mean, are they going to stop playing the games? You know, if they don't get these fees, of course not. So, so uh, it's it's really uh, just blackmail, basically. Yeah, I think they're couching it in terms of we want to protect our content and intellectual property. So, uh, right. I guess we'll but, see. Um, how you know, Left unsaid here is, you know, if you guys don't don't knuckle under to our demands, you know, we may move our, our teams out of your state, you know, which is uh, that's that's the veiled threat that you're seeing behind the this demand for integrity fees. But uh, uh, and, and, you know, to a certain extent, the, the legislators are, are scared of that and, and they shouldn't be. I, I want to ask about I, I think you touched on it before, but New Jersey is talking about sports betting being the savior for Atlantic City and for their horse tracks in the state. Are New Jersey projections for sports betting revenues a little inflated? I, I'm asking this because I remember online gambling starting in New Jersey and the revenues didn't even come close to the initial projections. Are we going to see a little bit of that now with sports betting? Yes, I, I think you are. I, I, you know, the, the projections of it being the savior of Atlantic City, I think, is, is not true because, uh, again, you'll have it at racetracks throughout the state, so, you know, much closer to the to the urban populations. Uh, so it's going to help Atlantic City, no doubt about it, but it's not certainly not the silver bullet that's going to turn everything around in Atlantic City. That, you know, that, that's an ongoing issue, which we'll probably discuss a little later, but uh, it's not, not the savior uh, of, of uh, gambling in New Jersey by any means. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. New Jersey's online gambling market is loaded with so many different sites and all kinds of promotions, it's enough to make your head spin like the reels on an old-time Atlantic City slot machine. So how do you make sense of all that information floating out there in cyberspace? Well, you don't have to. That's because the folks at NJOnlineGambling.com have done all of that for you. NJOnlineGambling.com is your complete resource for all the online sites in New Jersey. Which games have the biggest jackpots? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. Which sites use PayPal for deposits? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. NJOnlineGambling.com is the most trusted guide to the New Jersey online gambling market. Industry news, site reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker, they got it all in one spot. It's the ultimate resource for online players in New Jersey. They even got the best sign-up offers, better than some of the ones being offered by the online casinos themselves. Look, they say bet with your head. So why not do the same before you bet and check out NJOnlineGambling.com, the most trusted resource around for New Jersey's online gambling market. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. Now you've been hearing me talk about MyPillow and their different promotions, like the four-pack special and the MyPillow mattress. Well, the folks at MyPillow now have a new special offer for all of you. It's called the MyPillow two-pack special. Head over to MyPillow.com and click on the two-pack special link right on the homepage. You can't miss it. And here's the offer. Use our promo code CARDS, C-A-R-D-S, and you'll be able to get two MyPillow premium pillows for one low price plus free shipping. You can choose from standard, queen, and even king-size pillows. Same 10-year warranty, same 60-day money-back guarantee, and they're all made here in the USA. That's the MyPillow 2-Pack Premium Pillow Special. Two pillows, one low price when you use our promo code CARDS at checkout. You'll also get free shipping on your order. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913 to order by phone and use our promo code CARDS. C-A-R-D-S. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. 
Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD, plus free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. Again, that's BABE16. Because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Nice. Nice. Not thrilling, but nice. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishadow with you here. For those of you just joining us, I'm talking with Roger Groves, publisher of Global Gaming Business Magazine. Well, speaking of Atlantic City, uh, one of the more interesting things that's going on down there is the opening of two new casinos. The Hard Rock is opening where the Trump Taj Mahal used to stand, and the Ocean Resort is where the Revel used to be. How do you see them fitting into the gambling market in Atlantic City? I think the Hard Rock is going to be a big success. Uh, it's a brand that, that everybody knows. It's uh, it's an attraction. Uh, the way they've they've uh, uh, redesigned the hotel and their their programming, uh, you know, they're going to have entertainment almost every night of the week, which is which is wonderful for Atlantic City. Uh, and it's uh, you know it has a demographic that Atlantic City uh, has wanted to attract for the past uh, dozen years at least. Uh, you know that kind of uh, mid mid baby boomer on down. You know to to uh, to the millennial generation, so I think they're going to do very well. I, I have serious doubts about uh, about Ocean Resort, uh, just because uh, you know, well, f- frankly, that that, that uh, building seems to be cursed <laughs> yeah. to a certain extent. Uh, but uh, you know, they don't do not have a brand. Uh, Ocean Resort, you know, doesn't really you know uh, pluck my strings if you want to say it that way. It just, just doesn't have uh, any kind of cachet. Uh, so I don't, I really don't see how they're going to, going to, uh, survive, uh, in the long run. And they may survive, but, but it might be at the cost of, of another casino in Atlantic City. Uh, you know, we, we leveled out, uh, with the seven casinos in Atlantic City in the past two years. Uh, the casinos started making money again. Uh, we, the casinos, the market was right sized. Uh, and I think, I think, uh, Hard Rock will expand the market to a certain extent. So it won't really, uh, damage the market that much, but, uh, you know, when you when you bring on an ocean resort uh, that has no brand, that has no cachet, that has no attraction, uh, that's only going to cannibalize the existing market and uh, and hurt some of the casinos that that you know could send them over the edge again. So I'm I'm a little concerned about Ocean Resort. Is there a danger of it being too crowded, or like you said, how about the other like resorts or Tropicana? Do you see them? How do you see them dealing with these two new casinos? I think I think um, resorts will be okay because they're right next to Hard Rock, so they're going to get the spill over there, uh, and they've got a pretty loyal uh, customer base right now, uh, and they've been doing very well uh, over the past couple of years with the Mohican uh, Tribal Gaming Authority running the property there. So I think they'll do okay. Tropicana uh, it has just been sold, so uh, you know we're going to have to see uh, whether this El Dorado Resorts, which purchased it, uh, kind of understands the market. Um, that that's going to be uh, uh, you know uh, an interesting question whether they they can really come in here and, and maintain the momentum that they've they've developed there at the Tropicana with Tony Rodeo and his team. Um, my concern right now is is with Bally's. I think Bally's is is right on the edge, and and if you just take a marginal amount of of customers away from Bally's, it, it will fail and uh, and it will close. So I, I think that's probably the most likely scenario at this point. Uh, and then as we move in. 
into the, the winter period when it's when, when profits are slim at that point, you know, that's when you're going to see the rubber hit the road and, and uh, you know, see whether Ocean and, and Hard Rock can really sustain, uh, you know, the, a, a good business formula because I'm not sure uh, that that Ocean can do that uh, through the through the winter through the hard times. Well, you you brought up a great point about Hard Rock. I love the way they're marketing themselves. I I think they came out right away and said, you know what, we're going to bring live music back to Atlantic City. And, you know, I think they booked over 200 bands for the coming year. Are you going to start seeing other resorts start marketing themselves like that? They're going to say, sure, we have the casino, but our live music and our great restaurants and our other amenities. Do you think the casinos are going to start marketing themselves to people in in that manner? You know, I've, I've asked that question to a couple of, of casino operators in Atlantic City, and, and they told me pretty much resoundingly, no, they're not going to they're not going to follow the the Hard Rock um, formula at this point until it proves itself. Uh, and they pointed out that you know this happened before when Borgata opened; they had uh, you know uh, entertainment seven nights a, w- a week in the music box, uh, along with the their showroom and uh, their their ballrooms and things of that nature. Uh, th- that went away pretty quickly, uh, so you know. They're, the the impression that I've got is is that you know it's not going to work. You're not going to be able to to have entertainment every night of the week. Uh, certainly not in the middle of the week. Certainly not in the middle of the winter. So uh, we'll see if it works. I hope it really does work because it's really what Atlantic City needs. It needs that non gaming attractions. Uh, you know, so anytime you go to Atlantic City, you know there's going to be something happening there, and you don't have to gamble. Roger, we're running out of time, but I'm going to give you the chance to tell everyone how to read the articles in Global Gaming Business Magazine. Uh, sure. Um, our our uh, website is uh, ggbmagazine.com. Uh, if you're interested in the business of the casino industry, that's where to go. Um, we also have a, an affiliate marketing site in New Jersey for online casinos called iGamingPlayer.com, where you can go and, and read about all the online casinos, the bonuses, the promotions, and things that are offering, the games that they offer. Uh, and we're certainly right on, on top of the money when it comes to sports books online in New Jersey. So iGamingPlayer.com is where you need to go for that. Oh, great. Roger Groves, publisher of Global Gaming Business Magazine, thanks for coming on and giving your insights on these fast-moving developments in the gambling world. Join us next week for more House of Cards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.